on this week's episode of Call Call Your Daughter. Daughter. We're doing a Valentine's Day takeover. All right. So this week, what we're going to do is we're going to actually address a little bit of feedback we received from listeners because it's like way too juicy not to share. (laughs) (laughs) I literally have texts that I have to read you guys. Yeah. And then we're going to be kind of talking about what Valentine's Day means to us. We're going to be kind of doing a recap on some of the dating that's gone on this week. (laughs) And we're going to be kind of going over our worst date stories. All right, so I guess I'll take the lead on this. Yeah, what's the feedback? Like, come okay, on, like, what's so what's the deal obviously here? Obviously, we've sent these podcasts to, like, multiples of our friends yeah. and got them, you know, to listen. A little so preview, preview action. One of my friends yeah. I actually didn't send it to, but he noticed <laughs> on my Instagram feed that, you know, yeah. we're doing podcasts, and, and so he listened to the kink one first, mm-hmm. and... Um, Basically, in a nutshell, he wrote me back saying it was really interesting, but he critiqued it saying that we have too narrow of a view on sex. Okay. And I was like, well, what do you mean? Okay, well, what do you define sex Well, as? feedback's okay. And no, so, no, I yeah, love yeah, feedback. Yeah, yeah. I love the good and the bad, yeah, but I'm like, what yeah. do you mean? Like, narrow what way? You know, yeah. like, what could we have added? Sure. And he was like, well, he's like, the emotional. Mm. And I was just like, you consider emotional sex, like, you what? know what? I'm like, and I, yeah. I actually wrote him at one point. I'm like, but at some point, mm-hmm. you need to have a physical component to yeah. sex. It can't just be feelings. Otherwise, yeah. I fucked a lot of people. Yeah, like- I and mean, also at the same time, like we didn't actually address intimacy. That was separate from what we yeah, were doing to yeah. define sex itself. We were just, well. and that's what I told him. Yeah. At one point, I'm like, we were just defining sex. So I, because of how it started, I was like, oh, we have two more podcasts posted. Mm-hmm. I think you'll like the one on Polly. And mm-hmm. he. And then he wrote, there's a lot I'm learning. Mm -hmm. I haven't listened to the second one yet. Mm -hmm. Also, LOL, it's hot. It sure is. (laughs) And I wrote, what what are you learning? Did you finish the one on kink? And Mm -hmm. then he wrote, oh, yeah. I don't know if I should totally read word for word. It's a little bit raunchy. (laughs) I think we've kind of passed the raunch. Okay. So, literature on this episode so okay so, so i wrote like i because he said that he, he really liked this mm-hmm. episode and like before he's already commented well, on it so hot, he goes of so i wrote him i'm asking like did you listen to it more than once yeah because we noticed that on our spotify that <laughs> we've had a certain amount of people listen but the amount of plays have been higher. the repeats have been high and then our rss so feed I, is going nuts too yeah, yeah. so i kind of just assumed that maybe he was one of those so i mm-hmm. wrote did you listen to it more than once and he yeah. goes no lol i'm a big podcaster so i listen when cooking at home driving gym etc mm-hmm. and then i wrote lol i was just teasing let me know what you think of the others if you listen mm-hmm. and then he wrote i will subscribe and then he wrote lol and no i don't masturbate to them oh my fucking god lol if that was what you were hinting at oh my god are you serious yeah that's why I didn't whoa want to it. wait then- a second wait wait pause <laughs> for a second when we created this podcast like we, we didn't for women well no it was like Hopefully. like queer okay. people and like we didn't anticipate some of our target market being men and what we've noticed also in the demographics was is- that it was about 50 50 yeah. men and the majority of people have are repeats these- yeah and the, yeah. the age range has been between 30 and 34 no a little bit younger with some of the people from yeah, it was sound, but the yeah. Majority. yeah yeah so what's he saying go for it so me in. I-, I wasn't even going there like an- <laughs> we I didn't think about people years, whacking right? off to our stuff like, what <laughs> Um, and then oh he God. wrote, and then in another message, and then yeah. he wrote, though I did buy a Wee Vibe the same day. Yes. So I wrote, fuck yeah. No, I didn't think that at all. Obviously, in, in you know, regards yeah, to masturbation. And then I wrote, you bought a Wee Vibe for your girlfriend? And he goes, yes, dot, 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 because of your podcast. Fuck yeah. And then I wrote, oh my God, lol. I hope she enjoys it. Is it the pink one? No, it's the purple. 
And that's exactly what he wrote. Yeah. He goes, LOL, she said purple. So he's yeah. paying attention to you, Michelle. Fuck yeah. Well, it's the one for Because I never disclosed which one I had, mm-hmm. but you mentioned that you had a purple. Well, I've never been unsatisfied with the purple we vibe. <laughs> yeah, it's but worth like, every single dollar. I know that dollar. you said you had a purple one, but I didn't think you were talking even about the we vibe. Oh, I so was. I, think, I just lost I that he... one in a... I lost that in a custody <laughs> division well, Michelle, of sex toy assets. I think our assets. listener paid closer attention to what you were saying mm-hmm. than I was paying attention. Oh, and shit. I'm doing this podcast with you. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's fucking good. So then he wrote, LOL, she said purple. She hasn't mm-hmm. tried it yet. Like, ordered it on Sunday and got it on Wednesday. Yeah. So I wrote, ah, I have the pink one. Ha ha. And then he wrote, LOL, how is it? Mm-hmm. And um, where do we go from there? Yeah, that, that was pretty much that was pretty much the whole conversation. So wait a second. Then, like we've helped him have like a better sexual connection well, he with hopes, his. He hopes. Well, why wouldn't he? Yeah. I told him the to trade, know, right? You know. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So I want to give him a little shout out. I won't yeah. say names, but you know who you are. It's fucking hot. You are one of our favorite listeners. Yeah. <laughs> why not? Right. And if we can, you know, have a conversation and hold space and, you know, talk about kind of things that are taboo that maybe people aren't going to be comfortable talking about. Like, why not kind of be a little bit vulnerable and, you know, chat about it right so okay oh and then he wrote <laughs> later he oh, wrote no. <laughs> oh no can i just say your collar on anal is hilarious yeah and then he wrote how do i get them to go lower dot 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 lol yeah it's and actually I just it's wrote, lol talk to michelle <laughs> <laughs> all i wrote back was lol and then he wrote i've never oh, ate out a butt and oh. i want to lol oh my god we're inspiring him not to be vanilla that's beautiful mm. <laughs> I kind of like want to create a conversation about Valentine's Day because like I feel like you know people are either on one end of the spectrum or the other when it comes to how they feel about it mm-hmm. and how they relate I to it. People say they're on one but really they're on the other. <laughs> yeah but like you know what I'm really curious to kind of connect with you right now and find out what Valentine's Day means to you and so the listeners can relate to you a little better. Um, Wait a second the listeners need to know <laughs> that I just got flipped off across the table. <laughs> That is because Michelle already kind of knows my view. <laughs> well, I think it's worth sharing with the listeners because I, I think it's more relatable than my perspective, quite frankly. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm just going to be like totally vulnerable here. Um, mm-hmm. So I know Valentine's Day is a made up holiday. I know that. Say um, Valentine though. Come on. It's it's really a day so companies can, get, can make money. Mm. Um, and it doesn't really mean that much to me on a logical level because uh, it, it really doesn't. Yeah. But mm. I think it's a really good excuse to do something cute with someone. Yeah. And I've never really experienced that with a woman. Mm. Um, there's been, I can count on one hand the amount of Valentine's Day I've, I've had with girls. Yeah. And in both cases, it was because I planned something and mm. I did something. So like one of the, the last good Valentine's Day I've ever had was about, eight years ago mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was a girl I wasn't in a relationship with it yeah. was someone I was casually like sleeping with she was a friend of mine it was like a friends with benefits so a fuck friend yeah yeah, yeah. um and I decided to plan like us going away I was like oh know, my god where'd you go I uh, just blew mountain to like oh, the outdoor spas yes did you go in the hot springs yeah, of course that was the whole point of oh it yeah. wait did you go to the Nordic spa because that one's cold though too there's one that has like cold plunge pools and that yeah, like freezes no, my tits no, this, like, I, these ones were all the hot ones so mm-hmm. they had a billion hot, hot I think springs. they had one um one that was a little colder but you yeah. know, and then there was like um because I know your your preference for heat yeah so that's why there I was like saunas and whatever <laughs> like we went to the and then yeah, yeah. So we did that for the day. And that oh, was like, romantic. Mm-hmm. Right. And that yeah. was like eight years ago. And that was the last time I had a good Valentine's Day. Mm. Um, even when I've been in a relationship, no one's ever cared about doing anything. 
and like I was in a relationship as you know with a guy for yeah. several years and yeah. he refused like I remember just being like I just want flowers and like one year for example mm. I got really drunk yeah. with him because that's all we did was stay in like mm-hmm. I mean I wasn't alone on Valentine's Day but yeah. we just treated it like any other night and like I basically I told him straight out like I've always wanted flowers that's super fucking easy to do and he refused because that's he was ego really stubborn that's and he ego. was like no and he wasn't gonna have someone tell him whatever so I never actually had a really good date with somebody I've been in a relationship with yeah. um and then after him in the last few years dating women like I've been pretty much single until now mm-hmm. but then once again I'm with someone who is not a big fan of Valentine's Day yeah yeah so like we're hanging out tonight she's mm-hmm. gonna come over at my place and I'll be cooking dinner for us but once again it's like not kind the same. of me doing something for someone yeah I don't know, like, I, I really... Like, I feel like I need to borrow your line about the ukulele and, like... Oh, my God, my poor little, gay heart. Oh, right? my God, wait, like, wait. I can go get my, my, my ukulele is literally, right? like, an arm's length like, away right now. <laughs> like, I know, like, people have cared, but I just kind of wish, like, for once, yeah. I was the girl that was getting flowers. And the reality and is... I know how pathetic that is, Well, it's but, not even that. It's, like, it doesn't even have to be, like, an expensive gesture. Regardless of financial means, because you can go to crazy Michelle whatever. and I both swapped purdy's chocolate for each other yeah we sure did i'm like oh i have something for you here's a box of hey Purdy's. valentine <laughs> and she was like oh i have something for you too mm-hmm. here's your box of Purdy's. yeah the lady at the store today was laughing a little bit because i walked in and i and i got three bottles of chocolate and here i was thinking i was supposed to be your only valentine's but I'm i've been so like sorry. The moment. i'm like, so sorry i'm so like, sorry someone else said I'm, I'm like okay to be fair i have dinner plans in an hour <laughs> but yeah so like for me on the valentine's day spectrum on the opposite end um We'll, we'll say I'm a cancer in terms of my zodiac. This will resonate with all the queers out there that, that actually appreciate astrology. <laughs> I actually didn't know my fucking astrology until I started dating. And they're like, do what you is... Do really believe in it? I do. Really? And the thing is, they were like... I was like, I'm a Sagittarius. That was supposed to make me, according to the chart, you know, like less... Yeah. But I'm so sensitive. Like I'm. But so your moon. But your moon is what dictates that part. Mm-hmm. Your moon is Pisces. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why we get along because of me being Cancer and what have you. But the thing is, like, I'm very sentimental in general. Any excuse to kind of dote on someone and really appreciate them and let them feel loved and you know cared for is like yeah. so important to me. And yeah. you know, for me, I don't really go, oh, like I want it reciprocated. I'm more they about really nice things for girls. Yeah, I'm. Can you like train the. Yeah, go go to boot camp with Michelle. <laughs> yeah, on how to spoil the fuck out of people, but like in a very sincere, emotional way. And for me, I'm it's. Get a, fat by the end of the night, I'm just like keep oh reaching for chocolates. I know. Talk. I know. Like, ah. For me, I'm sentimental. I write homemade cards and different things, to people, and I use like wax seals on the envelopes, so it's like extra special. And and then like what I'll do is I will really think about what that person's favorite things are. And I'll go out and I'll go to their favorite stores or get their favorite candies or, you know, even just different things that I can do to spoil them that they wouldn't go for themselves. And then I try to just make that person feel as loved as possible and appreciated. So they know that, like, even though it's a Hallmark fucking holiday, that actually means something to me and that they feel appreciated and special and loved the way that they deserve. Because even if, like, for myself, if I'm not into something because I'm a little bit more masculine with things, um, it doesn't mean that I don't want the person to feel appreciated on those moments and days and yeah you should just marry me, marry me <laughs> oh no sister wives <laughs> <laughs> i'll be one. Oh no i won't i'll be a jealous fucking bitch i know i'll be like no <laughs> oh my god, oh my we, god. Have to we need to drink more wine yeah we're gonna drink a little bit more wine and kind of maybe hammer out those details a little clearer <laughs> 
<laughs> but I think that like in terms of like pop culture, in terms of society, I think there's a lot of pressure put on Valentine's Day that creates a little bit of that like imbalance in terms of expectations and what people do, or maybe in resentment towards it. Because like even if like so for you, you love Valentine's Day, right? And there's people that don't. Oh, I don't love it. I well, just wish that. Yeah, you want you want to have like the, the, the reciprocation that... of it. I just I just want to know what it feels like actually to to go on a date yeah. on Valentine's Day with someone that you're in a relationship mm. with. I, I I've never. Oh my god, my favorite thing to do know? is like to put like rose petals like on the bed. Yeah, and, like... I, I, once again, I, I like that and was then, something I did for someone. Yeah, like I've put rose petals on a bed, and then I've like drawn one of my alchemist baths for someone, and yeah. lit some candles and put on their favorite I've music. Done, I've done that for someone. Yeah, too. and then when they get out of the bath, you give them like a really nice massage, and as a very queer person, you make their favorite tea. <laughs> Pour them some wine. <laughs> yeah, well that too. Yeah, but like the tea I find goes a little further. And yeah, you just you just make sure that person's okay, and you just really focus on how to satisfy that need emotionally, physically, and spiritually in those moments. But I've never actually gone on a date on mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, with the exception of one guy who mm-hmm. I was dating. I was not in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. And what's really sad is that was like the one time I did get flowers and Aww. like we went on a date. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure it was a pity date. Oh no! <laughs> Wait, no! Wait, so my poor gay heart. Oh, because he literally. I think it was like it was either the next day or two days later. He oh. en- he kind of ended it with me. Oh, that's too soon. And like oh. I remember thinking, well, if you ended it, like why? I think I even said, so like, what was like, you know, and he was mm-hmm. just like, he didn't want to do it on Valentine's Day. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I would have, I would have rather him end it than be a pity date. That I didn't want to be, basically didn't want to be a douche. And I was like, oh, oh my God, it's not really that nice to go out with someone. I mean, like, that things didn't work out because well, I wasn't really that into him. But, yeah. but it did hurt me that someone would go out with me and then basically doing that out of pity or like I felt like I was a pity date yeah, and like, I'm like and what's really sad for me is that's the only time I actually can have a reference on how mm-hmm. getting flowers from a date actually yeah. felt or even going on a date on, like that's the only frame of reference that I have and I've always wanted to do something with someone just mm-hmm. so that wouldn't be the last time that I yeah. that was the last time I ever did something with yeah. anyone guy or girl I think the most important part with any way that you interact with people whether it be casual whether it be relationships whether it be some fuck friends or whatever it has to be authentic because it's a service to yourself but it's also a service to the other person in terms of the value that they put on that experience and that exchange of energy yeah and i think it's really important to be upfront with things but, um, i can also relate to you about the whole valentine's day thing because i find for myself um again the dominant person kind of leading those interactions and those special occasions and what have you but there's also part of me that always loves to be doted on too mm-hmm. because it just makes you feel extra loved of and appreciated course. and yeah. and come on we've talked about how chocolate is like mm. so fucking good for women like oh my god i have to eat chocolate right now okay <laughs> so i think we need to move on a little bit to the the app that is kind of our um, honorable mention at this point lex Kind of moved on from Tinder after dating so many people from there. <laughs> I needed a fresh dating pool a little bit. And yeah, like this week, group chat has been kind of fire, wouldn't you say? Oh my gosh, Michelle, you have to read out some of the messages. Oh my like, God. That's too funny. It's too good. Especially the one where the girl literally like said that you had a sexy voice in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Read it. All right. Floor is yours. Mm. All right. As you're like munching on the chocolate. I am. <laughs> All right. So I can read a little bit of this off and like posted an ad and I was like, I was like, tell me more about this. Like, I mean, like, I'm curious, right? And her reply to me was, come burn with me. Tongues that trace out maps, fingers that spell out poetry. We can go for hikes so I can see your eyes reflect in the light of, this, um, of the snow banks. Like, fuck. <laughs> Sounds like someone who wants to get laid. But that's like really nicely written though. Yeah. So basically Instead of just... she's basically saying I'm trying to. 
Yeah. <laughs> Take your pants off. I'm trying to make you have the panty buffer. Yeah, but like yeah. if some woman sent you that, that's pretty good Actually, in terms of just, effort. I would just like kind of, I've had someone on Tinder mm-hmm. say something about like looking. She like oh, I was like oh, how was your night? And she said something like oh, I was like looking, you know, like and this is summertime, so she was like mm-hmm. oh, I was like looking at the sunset, whatever. So like, it would have been so much nicer to do that with you. And instead of thinking oh, like that's sweet, I was like okay, yeah so mm-hmm. this girl obviously just you know yeah but there's like something sexy about like it is, fingers it is, tracing out maps and fingers i just and... kind of ignore that all is bullshit oh. because people can say that to a million oh. different people right i think it was more personal and i'll oh, take okay. it that way because people can just copy and paste and then um so i replied to that and then the next part was you're gorgeous successful infused with energy and not sitting on my face something needs fixing here and she says that she's curious about my energy and she wants me to overwhelm her. And I was like, oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> That's, like, very forward for someone I haven't met. Um, I basically told her that I want to be the fucking little spoon for once. Oh. Yeah. Because, like, I find with the women I'm with. I know. You've mentioned that. Yeah. You're like, I, I, I just I want to, really someone to hold me. Yeah. And, like, it's just, it's like that Rhea May song. It's like, hold me. It's just, like, sometimes you see someone who fucking holds you. And, like, yes, I don't mind holding women. I don't mind talking women. I literally women. just sing. Yeah, and it's just I have like no issues. And then people them. are like, "Well, I prefer to be the little spoon," or "Oh, I feel so safe when you're holding me. I prefer it this way," or whatever. And I'd just be like, "Yeah," and, and now I want to switch. Well, yeah, <laughs> but like, but the things they don't last long. They'll be like, "Okay, oh. I'll be big spoon," and they're like, "Okay, let's switch," or they'll like try to make out with me. And I'm like, "No, like hold me, <laughs> <laughs> feed my cancer soul." So yeah, so I told her I want to be a little the little fucking spoon for once and her reply to that was i meant what i said about my fingers and tongue <laughs> and she says i've never felt an alchemist touch me before and yeah back to the fact that she liked my voice and talking about trust and physical intimacy and it was making her drool and i was like whoa <laughs> that was an interesting engagement because you know for me when i'm talking to people you guys have, have, so how would you know your voice Oh, the podcast. Did she, didn't she actually reference it? Yeah, she did. Yeah. yeah, she listened to our podcast. First off, I have to say, women don't send, like, spread eagle vagina. No, they do not. That's just not a thing. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. No, no. It's they not. They send more, like, you know, sexy. The like, body. body oh, or, like, that girl where her I'm booty. Like, it was yeah, just, like. Or, like, mm. in, like, sexy lingerie. Yeah, or, like, laying in it's bed. It's a bit more classy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's more yeah. of, like, a bit of a tease with women. Yeah. You know, things escalate and back to what i got up to this week so i kind of want to give like a valentine's day kind of update if you're down for it so um one of my friends from guelph mentioned a few weeks ago that there was like this blush and lavender event shout out to the most fucking like amazing or a past lover wait 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 friend 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 okay friend friend i will play my friend's own song on my ukulele she's hot okay i'm gonna give her i'll give her credit that she's hot like there's All nothing right. wrong with All her right, keep going with this story i just want some yeah blush. but yeah so she mentioned that there was this event going on in toronto and i was like oh whatever i was editing one of her podcasts and i was like you know like what can we do for content creation and what can we help to relate to the community and whatever and i was like yeah there's this event going on so literally the day before <laughs> like me in my planning i go online to eventbrite and it's totally sold out totally sold out mm-hmm. and i was like oh that's too bad and so I was like, okay, how can I get creative and how can I get into this fucking amazing queer space and events mm. and have some fun? Mm. So I... Uh, I bring a friend because you brought our mutual friend. It, well, sort of, yeah. So basically I messaged the organizers and I was like, hey, I really want to go, but you're sold out. And so they said, look, just come a little early. We'll, we'll get you in. It'll be fine. So I was busy working and I was like, okay, I got to get the dog. I got to take her to mama's just in case, you know, it's a long night. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I whip home, I grab the dog, and 
So I go and I get my ticket and what have you. And I'm like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Like around a queer space, queer people. I'm in the village. It's like Valentine's Day, more lovers. Fuck yeah. Why would I complain? And I was like, this is pretty awesome. So I get there and immediately I have two women. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean by that? Clarify. Women that you knew? No. Yeah, I had met these two and Mm -hmm. one was actually cancer. So I think we were kind of drawn to each other and she's pretty hot and she had like the sexiest lips and so yeah so we we shared a drink together and whatever and our our mutual friend i mentioned that i was going and i like didn't expect anybody to come with me i was like okay michelle's up to like live on location recording and you know reporting live and you know whatever being vulnerable and putting that out there and our mutual friend showed up with a casual friend of hers and i was like fuck yeah this is gonna be great like (gasps) oh a threesome well we'll get to that part too and so we're we're drinking quite a bit. We're having a couple of beers, whatever, dancing, partying, like having a great time. No, I totally would have come for like. You were, we we called you a do. few times. Too. I had plans. I, I couldn't. And you were yeah. in the group chat, jealous. And so I was. I was. Yeah. But I also like I don't know what I would do at a speeding dating event if I. Yeah. Like, so, but wait though. So I went to this thing expecting it to be like my mom. Okay. So when I dropped the dog off, my mom was like, Michelle, like, what if you don't like the person sitting across from you? Like, it's gonna be a problem. So she mm-hmm. said, I'm gonna go and get you disguises to wear. She was like, I'm gonna find you a hat. I'm gonna find you some glasses. I'm going to find you a scarf. Yeah, and funny. Yeah, my mom was like, okay, we're going to like dress you up if you need to, have a bag ready and change like mm-hmm. what you're doing. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, no problem. So I go and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to need it. We'll be fine. Like I can hold my own ma. Like it's going to be okay. So the speed dating tables, there was only about like eight set up. Oh, you said it was so full and awesome. Yeah, it was. But the thing is, the capacity. I wasn't really jealous of the speed dating part. I was just yeah. Like, I was just like, it was oh, like two hundred with my friends would have been fun. Yeah, and then the dancing, I loved. Yeah, there was like two hundred people there. Was always such a it great was, event. Yeah, it was like two hundred people there yeah. crammed into this like the Glad Day bookstore, and it was. And so we're standing there, and our mutual friend was like, her, and I'm like, yeah, her tattoos, yeah, her nose ring. Yeah, her alternative vibe. Just like check all the fucking boxes for all the lesbians that I go out with or queer people. Kind of go up to her and start chatting. And it kind of really went well. And it, I wasn't expecting that, quite so frankly. I've never gone speed dating. How many like minutes do you talk to each person? Like five minutes. Yeah. But she and I weren't speed dating. We were kind of propped up against a bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we started hitting it off. And when we start chatting and I'm like, yeah, I'm a little witchy. And she was like, yeah, I'm a little witchy too. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. Like to find people who are into energy work and all that kind of stuff, right? Whatever. And I was like, come hang with our friends. And so I'm dancing with um, our mutual friend and her casual partner. And they're like, but where'd she go? And I was like, who? What? Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, I think she went downstairs. I don't know. <laughs> so we're still dancing around, whatever. And she comes back up and I was like yeah maybe I'll go um, I'll go talk to her again because she's like fucking hot and I love tracing her skin with my fingertips mm-hmm. and just her lips and her she's just beautiful mm-hmm. like she is really pretty yeah like super hot and then our, our friend comes up to me and goes Michelle I have something for you and I was like well what I'm like yeah dude like sharing is caring like what's going on mm-hmm. right and she's like I got a threesome for you and I was like fuck yeah like tap me in baby like yeah and so she like takes me across like how did she even like meet a girl that wanted to have three like how did that even it's her it's me it happens it's like a it's like a moth to a flame with us whenever we're out you know yeah I know I mean it happens but uh, yeah it just randomly populated and manifested (laughs) yeah she literally dragged me across the entire store and she's like her and the girl was like she was not like ugly or anything she was beautiful just like not quite my type Mm -hmm. yeah she had like long brown hair. She was tall. She was kind of like, you know, my, like a type that I like, but it's weird. Like she wasn't, she wasn't really my type. But the one that I was mm-hmm. more interested in was very much my type and her energy and her soul was like yeah, so yeah. beautiful, right? So, so the girls were standing there and they're like, 
I'm looking for threesome. And I was like, well, I'm one. You're one. That's two. I was like, I'll go grab someone else. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, wait. I was like, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't quite resonate. And I was like, here, let me find you guys another couple. I'm going to find you guys someone else. <laughs> Is that when I got the text? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's when you got the text. And then she was like trying to like, you know, but not not like, quite no. what I was looking And for. I was like, no, we're pretty monogamous. Yeah. And then at that point, I grabbed Erica and I actually marriage carried her. <laughs> I didn't drop her, thank God. <laughs> so I marriage carried her at this point. And what was mentioned was her casual partner wanted the two of us to fuck her. <laughs> and I'm standing there like, oh, there's threesome number two for the night. <laughs> And so I was like, oh, hello, speed dating. <laughs> and then I was like, what up, girls in Toronto? <laughs> I know, right? Girl, I do a shout out. Double your pleasure. And uh-huh. so, and then I was like, but wait, like, so the night continued on, whatever, right? And um, we came back in the dance floor and we're dancing around and whatever. And at this point, um, our friend and her casual partner was like, where did that person go? And I was like, oh, God, I lost track of this. Whatever. Like, I'm not good at following up, I guess. <laughs> and so her casual partner and her grab me. And they literally, like, almost rip off my shirt. Oh. And so I'm standing in the middle of the Glad Day bookstore. And there's, like, 200 lesbians around. Literally start unbuttoning my oh. shirt fully. Okay. <laughs> I'm standing there. And I was like, oh, my God. And the girl for the threesome started watching. The one that we all yeah. rejected? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so this was going on. And I was like... I hope she actually found a partner by the end of the night. No, she didn't. Oh. No. And so this was happening. So I was getting stripped. I was getting stripped. And I was like, sure, yeah, put my tits out, whatever, you know. So this happened. I was like, maybe I got to button up a little bit before I go and, Mm. you know, say hello to this other person again, right? And um, basically um, the night progressed and they had escaped to the bathroom again, our mutual friends. (laughs) And I was like, no, not, not this time. No, not for me. You know, I'm good. I'd rather, you know have a little fun on the other side right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i was sitting there at the bar and this person that i was pretty interested in and it was it was mutual at that point um came up to me and there's another clueless michelle moment you ready mm-hmm. and so maybe it's like i don't know like maybe midnight or 11 30 mm-hmm. and we've been there you have to keep in mind since like about seven yeah so that's a good length of time at a, at a bar yeah. kind of situation because mm-hmm. they're serving beer they had a full bar in there mm-hmm. it's a really neat vibe and they turned the lights down and yeah. so it's like a dance party and basically, awesome. oh, it was everything. I totally want to go to one. Like Blush and Lavender, like yeah. knocked it out of the fucking park. And the music was so on point. Oh, that DJ. So stop making me jealous that I wasn't there. Oh, I will. I'm just going to have to go to the next event. Basically, this was going on. And then she came up to me and she was like, I want you to have my info. And I was like, oh, okay. Again, me being kind of me. And she was like, take out your phone. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, I want you on my Instagram. And I was like, okay, sure. Okay. And she was like, type in this. And I like typed it in. I was like, oh, I'll follow you. Okay. And she's like, well, I'm leaving for the night. I'm going back to like the West End. And I was, and she like was kind of, mm-hmm. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. And I was totally oblivious. But yeah. So this was going on. And I was like, look, I like you. I really appreciated you tonight. And so we got chatting. And I was like, I kind of want to read your energy. And she was like, fuck yes. And we like, stood there and we had this like really powerful energetic exchange See, i would feel so like a little awkward if someone was like i want to read your well we started talking about like past lives and things right and she yeah, was like what do you feel and then like we just so kind different. of like we kind of like locked eyes and it was just like boom and so we're standing there and like i'm grabbing her leather jacket and she's fucking hot and i was like i wish you didn't have to leave right now and she's like well hmm. and then all of a sudden robin call your girlfriend comes on and we look at each other and we're like, we need to go dance. 
So we like ran across. I love that song. I love that song. Oh, yes, my gay heart. So we like run across like the bookstore Mm -hmm. and we go to like back to the front area, right? Right in front of like the DJ booth and our mutual friend and our casual partner up there, right? Mm -hmm. And we start dancing to Call Your Girlfriend and, you know, we just are hamming it up and having a great time. So basically, so we're dancing, right? And you know me and my dance moves. We've been out a few times. I'm a little bit eccentric in how I move my body and what goes on, right? Mm -hmm. So we had this blonde woman try to cut through our group to try to dance with us. And I ended up karate chopping this woman right in the face. (laughs) Yeah, so I karate chopped her while I was dancing with this girl right in the face. (laughs) Right in the nose and the mouth. And I'm like a little bit drunk. I'm a little bit stoned. Mm -hmm. And then I got this girl. I'm like, oh. (laughs) And so like our mutual friend or casual partner like comforting this woman. (laughs) I don't know if she's crying or what. And I'm like, oh my God. how do I recover from this right so I grab the girl that I'm with and I like pull her closer and I like put her up against the DJ booth so we just kind of messed around and had a very good time against that DJ booth and then yeah and then our friends were like this is awkward to watch (laughs) we're gonna go for a smoke or like whatever and that's cool and basically again hey I need to um go to the West End right now. How are you doing? Whatever. And I was like, oh, like, have a good night. (laughs) But I was like, hey, like, I'll I'll see you again or whatever, right? And so my mother's advice from that one was, Michelle, you need to stop rejecting women and you need to actually get a clue in terms of how you interact with people. But yeah, so that happened. And um, I think if anything, like a really good connection kind of came from there. And, you know, new friends is cool. We'll keep you guys posted on. Yeah, like new friends is cool. Uh And yeah, like... We just had fun. It was a good time. And I'd say speed dating was like pretty good. I'd say the overall experience that Lavender and the Blush event brought was like beyond my expectations. And the energy was great. And it was a super inclusive space where there was there, like in terms of the crowd of people that were there, there was someone for like everyone. So there was all the different types of people, all different types of representations. And like there wasn't any sort of like negative energy there. It was like a very light feeling. It almost felt like, you know, when you go to Pride, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of happy energy. Yeah, everyone's like trying to yeah and like the best part about being there is we had to put on wristbands so they had like different color coded about like if you want to be flirted with or different things right okay. so like there was that aspect of like intention That's pretty cool. mm-hmm. but also being what in a space color were you wearing? i was purple which meant come fuck me oh seriously <laughs> i think it was like come flirt with me or whatever but like i was just down yeah yeah but clearly i'm not observant but anyways yeah so yeah so we did that and it was it, it was been greens like all systems go i know right yeah <laughs> but it was definitely like a fabulous event and our dancing and the dj and the music and the people we interacted with were fucking fabulous and i would so go to another event and i will report live on location again any <laughs> fucking day you can definitely ask me for that and so i think i've gone on about the story enough but um i think kind of to close this episode what we want to do is we kind of want to talk about our worst dates I want you to take the lead. Okay, so it's not necessarily... I'm sure I've had worse dates than those, but this is just something that sticks out in my head. Sure. Um, so this is like to relate to people for Valentine's Day if they're feeling a little lonely or a little bit bad. And at like being least like, you don't have dates that end like this. Yeah, totally. There okay, you go. So it wasn't technically yeah. a date. Um, it was actually one of the... It was the last fuck buddy I ever had, though. I think it was like <laughs> the last bad. fuck buddy I ever had. So that's how it ended. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I was 
very casually like yeah seeing this girl and Mm -hmm. um i knew that she didn't want anything serious and this was like the summertime and Mm -hmm. i didn't really want anything serious i was just ending something with someone yeah you need to heal need that time yeah there was a bit of like was there overlap cross yeah there was a bit of cross contamination they both knew i was honest with both of them okay you know full disclosures everything full disclosure that's respectable that's cool anyway so me and this one girl were vibing really well and we kind of became friends yeah but we became friends because um we had a lot in common. Like, I've actually never dated anybody that I've had this much in common with. We mm. liked all the same things. We had all the same interests. We had all the same dislikes. It oh, was crazy. So nice. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Definitely friends. And then we were like, yeah, like right now, obviously it wasn't serious, but maybe down the road, like we'd see where it goes. But it was definitely very casual, and I do want to stress that. So one day, Michelle, um, I go – I go to uh, like a dance, a dance party with some friends and I bump into her and she's there with her friends. Right. And um, whatever. Obviously, I go say hi. Um, we give each other a hug. Hello, whatever. I'm mm-hmm. with my friends. She's with her friends. And then me and her end up, you know, kind of dancing a little bit together and whatever. Sure. So at one point, my friends la- were leaving mm-hmm. and they're like, Tanya, I like, are you coming with us? So mm-hmm. I turned to her mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't know. My my friends are leaving. Like, basically, like, should I leave with them or, or stay? Okay, okay. And she was like, stay. Like, stay with me and my friends. And Ooh. I was like, okay. So this is my first time meeting her friends. Oh, no pressure. <laughs> right? So yeah. just wait till how this night ends though. Oh, my God. So she's like, no, no, no. Like, totally stay, whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. And she's like, okay. So mm-hmm. I invite her over to my place. Yeah. And I was like, oh, afterwards, if you want to come over, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm there alone with her and her friends who are not my friends, who I don't know. Oh, that's so awkward. And now it's, it was fine, actually. They were super okay, nice, okay. whatever. There was, so it was really chill. Way. Yeah. And so at one point, she goes to the washroom. This is like now like near the end of the night. It's like okay. 2 a.m., Sure. whatever. So she goes to the washroom, and I'm mm-hmm. dancing alone with her friends. Oh. So I'm there alone, whatever. I'm yeah. not alone. I'm with her friends. Yeah, but still. And I know it's like time goes by, and she mm-hmm. doesn't come back. Yeah. And like I don't want to say anything, so I don't want to be like, the girl that's like, oh, let's go check up on her or whatever. Like when this is a you casual person. Fucking clean. But it literally yeah. took so long that her friend actually mentioned it to me going, I'm kind of mm-hmm. worried about her. Oh, Maybe no. we should go to the bathroom and check out. Is she check puking? Up on she her. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't say let's go, whatever. So we yeah. dance a little bit later. Yeah. Half an hour goes by in total. Oh. And then her friend says again, and her friend's the one says, yeah, no, like half an hour has gone by. Let's go check up on her. No kidding. So I'm like, okay. So we go to the washroom. We call out her name and she's in the stall. Okay. So my first thought was, Aw, poor girl. She's sick. Yeah. She's throwing or, or up. passed out or... No, well, she she called out. She said, yeah, oh, like okay, I'm okay. in the she stall when okay, we okay. said her name, okay. right? Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, she's sick. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, poor girl, right? So we just mm-hmm. stay and we wait for her and I don't think she realized we were there. Mm-hmm. Eventually, she has to come out of the stall. She was with another girl. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my gay heart. Oh, my God. Ooh. I told you it was not a good ending for me. Oh, my God. So how did, what did you do from there? How did you navigate that I mean, situation? I mean, I can literally read your text. I still have them. And, like, the rejection from that, you'd feel, so like, emotionally. So she comes out, Ooh. and then she sees me, and she's like, oh. oh my God. And my first thought, though, the girl, I, I have to give her credit here. Yeah. The girl that she came out with was one of the most gorgeous girls I've ever seen in my life. So, again, <laughs> why did you not include yourself <laughs> at this it was respect okay okay like she knew we that have a, I, th- I feel like overall we have a different take on the group activities because for me it's like we i'm like casual. sharing no, 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 no. is caring it's not, I, I didn't get invited okay. into the bathroom oh. she I, I, told, I literally yeah, told her how her. it happened like yeah you she told her. me like to stay with her and her friends so i'm so dancing with her someone. friends yeah. i'm waiting for her oh. to come out of the bathroom oh, yeah. she 
in the meantime, is in oh the bathroom with another girl. Oh my god, I'm I not need about wine. to. I need wine. Hang on, <laughs> I need more, more red glass, wine. Right? Oh my god. <laughs> fuck so wait but so what happened so the girl okay so my first thought was oh holy God. shit you're just fucking hot like i want you and then my second thought was wait a minute this girl just totally disrespected me mm-hmm. and um i didn't know what to say so i was just like oh and the girl obviously did not know that me and her were together not. right no of course not and so i was just kind of like oh hey and then i was just mm-hmm. trying to make a joke out of it because yeah. i wanted my like you don't need more proof than that but yeah. i was just like oh so what did you guys do i'm like oh. mm-hmm. and then the girl winks at me oh my god and i was just like but the girl had no idea who you were at that point no no no, no. she just yeah. thought i was friends with her right being like damn yeah, she's, she's like fucking... she's like she's, she winked at me and she's like you know what happened yeah she fucking and I'm good like, yeah, yeah and then i just yeah. decide to leave so yeah. i'm like trying to leave and the girl the girl um that i was casually and at this point like she. i had thought she was a friend yeah yeah she was like oh she was like how come you're not giving me a hug what and i'm like oh my god because you have some other woman's pussy juice on your face that's why i'm not coming <laughs> near you <laughs> i don't want to taste i, I don't want to taste that girl <laughs> i hate confrontation and yeah. i was just like yeah oh my god I, i'm like i gotta go whatever oh and then god. i wait for a cab whatever oh. we're actually on okay terms no but um, even still like that's kind of harsh obviously i never hooked up with her again yeah why would you um damn mm, that's a little heavy eh um yeah it, it, honestly it was a little bit yeah brutal mm-hmm. it was probably the worst ending because it felt really disrespected no kidding i was like that's a little bit what i th- i don't think that she went to the bathroom with that intent this is what i think happened i think mm. she went to the washroom because she had to go to the washroom yeah. the girl probably was in the washroom um like whatever she thought the girl was hot she probably made a pass at her. The girl accepted. They went to the washroom. She was wasted. She didn't think about me. It happened. But at the same time, I think that's I was literally hurtful. waiting with her friends. Yeah. So I think that's fucking hurtful. And also it was horrible. Even if you're with someone casually, because like that's like a bit of my jam that way. Um, when you have an intention, you're bringing someone with you. You respect them like a friend. Exactly. But why would you do that? It just doesn't make sense. And like pause it here. So you had a bit of like an emotional connection there. So no, 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 no. Actually, all my friends were like teasing me. Like even when we were like hanging out, my friends would be like, are you still going to say that it's just casual when you guys are talking all the time and like you kind of have dates planned? And I'm like, it is casual. And they're like, but you guys are like. So you're I'm in like, your feelings it, a little mm-hmm. bit. So I, my yeah. feelings were fine. No, but you're in your feelings a little bit in terms of how connected you felt. No, that and that's what no one understood. I was like, okay. I genuinely have separated it. And I always oh. did separate it i never did feel that an emotional connection oh. um but everyone thought i was lying because mm-hmm. i was like no we're hanging out and talking yeah. because we have that much in common that's where you and not i not because we have this you know what you know what i think actually saved me from not feeling an emotional connection with her sure so i had bumped into her this is before that night i bumped into her at a, at a pride event mm-hmm. um and she was with another girl yeah and that was fine like okay i mean we sure I was still even seeing like my ex at the time. Yeah. Like, we were, whatever. Yeah. Lesbians. I, I saw her like I, the reason I knew that she was on a date was I saw her yeah. kiss the girl. Oh. And whatever. So yeah. I had texted her saying that I was there because yeah. I was originally supposed to go to a different event. I didn't want to mm. make it awkward. So no she's kidding. like, oh, like, let me come over and say hi. Yeah. So I'm like, OK. So I thought she was going to come over and just give me a hug. Hello. Sure. Why not? So literally in front of her date, she grabs me and, and she and she gets, she makes out with me and I pull away because I thought it was a little uncomfortable because her date was literally right beside her. So wait, she pulled the same shit. Yeah. yeah. So this is before. Okay. And then I remember like pulling away and mm-hmm. and then she was just like, is that all I get? So I remember mm-hmm. in my drunken mind thinking, OK, well, if you don't care about making out in front in making out in front of your date, then I don't care. Yeah. So I made out with her. And then like my friends later told me that her date was like giving me like the stink eye and like. But so it was when I thought about it the next day. I was yeah. like the kind of person that would do that, like 
won't well, be sensitive enough yeah. in my like so mm. my theory though is that the way that a relationship starts even if it's casual or different things if it's based on betrayal or infidelity or stepping out a certain way or being disloyal to someone you might have a connection with whatever that's always how it ends because it always starts the same way it ends and that's been my experience and my friends and my peer group experience as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so that's always a predictor of That wasn't when we actions. started, but like that was like, in the, yeah. So. But your experience that way, first off, it really kind of predicted how that was going to oh, yeah. go, right? So I'll read you the text on how it ended that night. Oh, so no. whatever, I left. So then she Whoa. tried to just, I guess, fluff it off. So sure. this was after I, I, I caught her and she goes, my friends are all so messy, still waiting outside. I'm sorry it was so abrupt tonight. I was <laughs> no happy kidding. I got to see you tonight, dot, dot, dot. She goes, and I hope yeah. our picture wasn't completely dramatizing lol because earlier that night we took a photo of us yeah so this is all i wrote back i wrote Mm -hmm. you were happy you got to see me is Mm -hmm. that what led you to the bathroom with another girl while knowing i was waiting for you to come out oh my poor game and then i sent her a photo of us because i looked really cute of course and then she was like i was happy to see you the bathroom Mm -hmm. was to actually go to the bathroom please do not read into that and then i wrote lol she said it herself she didn't have to pee it doesn't matter because we aren't together but that's as disrespectful i was gonna say it doesn't matter about the commitment it matters how you respect and treat other people and then she tried getting out of it saying okay i'm sorry you feel i did something i shouldn't have that would never be my intent Mm. and again i didn't do anything at all i went into a bathroom and got my shoes peed on it was not very oh my god (laughs) so so this is no this is what she said and this part was actually true i remember mm-hmm. when they came out of the bathroom yeah they they both said the same thing that like the toilet beside them was overflowing on the next stall okay yeah that happens right so it was overflowing yeah. so she's like oh my god my shoes whatever whatever yeah. right so when we talked on the phone she literally tried saying that nothing happened in the bathroom and what? i was like uh-huh. fucking kidding me. i was like so let's review no one was sick, by the way. So a, a good, ex- I thought she was actually going to say, oh, she was sick. I was helping her. So she actually tried saying, I was in the bathroom with someone. I didn't even know her name. Nothing happened. I got my shoes peed on because of the bathroom next door is overflowing. And I was like, huh, except wouldn't that make you leave as soon as possible if you weren't having sex and no, no one was sick? Kidding. There's, you know, a toilet overflowing. No You'd be getting kidding. out of that stall. You wouldn't be staying well, in the stall. The f- and, I, and so yeah. I said to her, I don't think I said that, but I was like, I was like, look, I'm like, you know, you can see it from my end. Like, how can I think that nothing happened? How did it take 30 minutes in the bathroom if neither of you guys peed? Wait, trying to say how nothing happened. She's like, I didn't even know the girl. I didn't know her name. And I'm like, this is this is making even worse. So how did you? I was like, so how did you get into a stall with someone you don't even know their name? And she was like, I don't know how it happened. But she just and that's what made it even worse for me. I'm like, so not only did you disrespect me once, you're not even having the respect for me to come clean you're literally mm-hmm. like basically insulting my intelligence mm-hmm. by being like nothing happened i swear we were in the bathroom for half an hour mm-hmm. and we didn't have sex and mm-hmm. la da 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 and then on the phone she was like you know i really liked you and i feel like now this is gonna ruin things between us no and you're not gonna talk to me again no kidding and so like just to get off the phone i remember just being like yeah no i totally agree with like i i believe you whatever whatever because i'm bad with confrontation and she was like i feel like you're just saying that but you won't be with me again and i remember thinking yeah of course i'm never gonna see you again i think the problematic though nature of this conversation is is that for me i kind of let people's actions show me how they feel well i mean her actions no i know i know but hold on a second though so like you had this conversation trying to give her like some rope to fucking hang herself and whatever no no because she called me so i was like finally no i know i know i know i know but still though like (laughs) in terms of like carrying that conversation the way you did and stuff like that it's like a total no win and it's just like i always feel that people show you how they like look it happened i was drunk yeah it happened in the moment and i'm Mm -hmm. sorry like that would have went a lot further with me not that i would have hooked up with her again out of pride but but i think like when people are in a 
a state of like non-attachment like it's really important yeah. to realize that like regardless of how you define mm -hmm. yourself it's about looking at someone's actions and going okay Absolutely, this yeah. is their intentions because a lot of times you can give them a way to explain themselves but it's like let them speak yeah. let them show up the way they choose and then you can make your decisions based on their actions and what they're doing yeah. and it sounds like a really disrespectful experience that you had it was and like honestly we are on good terms now yeah that sounds like pretty humiliating but i think like if anything that just kind of showed you what you didn't want and what you don't like oh absolutely and how you need to be respected mm -hmm. and how you need to be treated even in casual experiences and i think it's really important to have that kind of common ground maybe our like little bit of stories from speed dating will make you guys all feel better if you're alone tonight yeah and i think this week i think we're gonna end it there on our valentine's day episode um and you know please tune in next week on call, call your, your daughter, daughter.